Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. Oh, you tried to squeeze one off. Silent. You're a sick animal. I've never gotten an actual fart picked up on the mic. You realize that this is episode 13 now of very, this podcast. Very unlucky right now. Which, uh, no, there's there's two things in play here. One. 13 is unlucky. We're dealing with the news of the day, which we'll get to in a moment. But also. Unless you're Chinese. I think it's lucky in China. We have to thank our new sponsor. Yeah. So we introduced you to Hard Ice Vodka Freezies last week. And I'm going to need one of those or multiples tonight. But also. Our dude, Jamie Norman, over at Norman's Electronics, jumped on with us as well. So all we're saying is that he's a big fan of the the work that we have done. Uh, he's a big supporter of the radio station. So if you do have any kind of repair work that needs to be done, give our dude a call. 770-451-5057. Or you can go to the website, neiusa.com. Been doing it in Atlanta since 1955. And the reason why it makes sense, your old audio equipment they can fix it. And what do we air? Oh, old, old audio. audio. That's how we do this thing. It was crazy him showing us. All right, look, we'll do the ad for a second, whatever. But it, it was, was a beer drinking story. It was crazy him showing us the pictures of like my father when he started this business and he was showing us a picture from the area in Brookhaven. Is it Peachtree right over there? There's nothing there at the time. It's a two lane <laughs> road. And I was like. Nah, dog, that's like eight lanes now. He and I remember there being like a Hudson Grill there and everything. He's like, yeah, none of that was there. He had a picture of, I believe it was his great-great-grandfather, who was a, I believe like a police officer working in Atlanta in 1902. It was shocking. So they're, they're as Atlanta as it gets. So do support them. Sandra does a great job of always, uh, you know, buy local, sell local, do local, everything else. Like, if you enjoy the podcast and something breaks electronically in your house, do us a favor. Give them a call. Yeah, support our dudes. So now let's get into the part of the podcast that gives me so much tired head because... Oh, I can't wait to do this. Yay, more Corona talk. We have to at this point. nobody else has done this. I Let's know. do this. Can we do the opposite end of this? Because I, I feel like we are, unfortunately, we're we're Atlanta Chinese. What? We delivered this story... We're Buford Highway? Three months ago to people <laughs> telling them, hey, guess what's over there? People are eating animals, which, again, it might be true. It might not be. One way or another, this thing all got going and across the world and now has affected our final four, which will now have, as of now, no fans will be in attendance thereby uh, dictated by Mark Emmert and the NCA. You don't go like conspiracy theory on this bitch in any way, shape or form. There's not a tiny little low sitting on your shoulder being like, it was the damn Chinese it's, trying to take us down. I've pondered it. Yeah. Remember when I said yes! that, that it wouldn't surprise me if this was about uh, curtailing a little bit of the population there <laughs> while also hurting uh, world economies, especially it's ours. So screwed up. But it is totally screwed up. But here's here's where the point has turned. This is where it's all turned for me. We have been joking about this thing for weeks, and we're still going to joke about this thing. But now, till it kills us. No, until one of us dies. Hey, it's Hoyt. I got sad news. I have the most amount of tired head from this. Losa died from coronavirus. This is episode 14. Giant tired head <laughs> over this to the point where I'm, I've become Gary Sinise on the boat. 
Bring it at me! And if there's anybody in our building oh, who God. would have it or who would be transmitting it to others, it would be me. Awesome, because I spend the most time with you. Yes. More I, than your wife. You know what I would do? <laughs> awesome. I'd be like, hey, man, remember how you gave me the flu like three years ago? Yeah, out in Vegas. Well, suck it. Guess what I just gave you? Yeah. Look, if all this shit hasn't taken me down already, I'm pretty sure coronavirus isn't. No. no. Again, we're not in the risk group, and that's that's where the, the the panic of this thing. You know how there's bands that you like, and then suddenly other people get into it? Yeah, Smash Mouth. Right, and when your Smash Mouth starts to get popular, you kind of ditch it. That's us. That's us and coronavirus. Now that everybody else is on this, I'm like, man, screw coronavirus. It's so... 13 weeks ago when they were on the smash when when they were on when smash mouth got on the shrek soundtrack i was like i'm done with y'all i don't want oh, to do with this that's far too popular at that point for you then i saw her face and i was like god they sold out and it's uh eddie murphy who's singing the song <laughs> no, as the donkey and at that point you knew there is no way smash mouth can come back yeah I, I feel like that's that's where it's at and it just gives me tired head and now everyone either wants you to do one of two things Wash your hands. No, chill out. Yeah, oh. wash your hands, chill oh, okay. out, do what you're supposed to. Do uh, uh, Take extra care of your hygiene. Cool, I agree with that. Then there's the people that reach out to us wanting to incite panic. Y'all should be freaking out about this. Y'all should be, and I'm like, no, it, we're, our business is not to incite panic. Yet there are some people, including one surgeon who reached out, who, um. was, upset, who was upset that I wasn't freaking out and that I should be freaking out, and I should be have other people freak out. I'm sorry, I don't call, I don't scream for fire in a crowded theater. I just don't do that. You need, it's clear, you need to think before you speak. That's first off. <laughs> That's an inside joke. That's I'm a sorry. very inside joke. He'll never listen. It doesn't matter. Secondly. That's our boss. <laughs> and, he, and he was wrong. <laughs> we Second, found that out like 24 hours later. Secondly, there was a game I used to play maybe 10 years ago. And it was a computer game originally, and now it's on iPad, it's on Android, blah, blah, blah. Command and Conquer? No, yes. Oh. Red Alert. Did you do Red Alert? Oh, oh I love Red Alert. Oh, Conquer. my God. I used to love Red Alert right, so much. We'll get into that story later. It okay. was called like Pandemic, or you basically were a disease, and you named your disease, and you would try to spread all over the entire globe, and the computer would shut down certain things, like Australia would shut down their, their seaports. And their airports, and you'd have to find a way to get into Australia. And Were you all genital warts, Hoyt? And, and kill all of them. No, I was not an Hoyt's STD. genital warts is no. going everywhere. Here's the thing, because if you were an STD, you only spread sexually. So those who aren't but, having sex, But that's why you're yours not was spreading. different. You could spread through human contact. See, there you go. And you wanted to pick, like, you wanted to pick viruses that would spread through the air and then you would start it off Hoyt's warts have gone airborne you would start it off on the west coast in California that way the air would move it all to the east coast that's how I look at this thing because that's how Hoyt's brain works I, I look at <laughs> this pandemic that's going to kill us all and I'm like yeah it's just a video game that i am kind of been playing for like 10 years now so strategically if you were Hoyt genital warts you would start in California and also, too, because of the the larger amount of homeless population, I doesn't surprise me that when I was in Seattle, it was insane how much homelessness there was downtown Seattle. Oh, yeah. And they're unclean people. Well, if part of the idea is to keep clean in like, order to make sure that you don't infect others. We got to bust them out. Uh, we've got a problem with that. I mean, Atlanta's done that before. It's like, oh, Olympics coming. Bust everybody out of town. But if you're going to drop like, all right, let's say you're going to drop a bomb on people like a certain city. 
Everybody always talks about like you drop it on New York City, you drop it on Washington D.C. or whatever. No, 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 no. Send a message. Drop it on Alpharetta. <laughs> no, you, you <laughs> drop it. You drop it to the west of those. You're cities. just rich enough for us to be pissed off. <laughs> you drop it to the west of those cities, and then the fallout covers all of them. It was all in this game. How did you miss this game? So by this rationale, I gotta hit Stone Mountain, and that will then take out. No, Stone Mountain's to the east of Atlanta. You want to go it? west? Oh, so you're right. It is west. Up okay. Auburn. No, no, no. Drop hit, it on Auburn. Hit, You're listening. If the Chinese are listening right now, you drop that bomb right on Auburn. So I have. Let's. Uh, so I'm piloting the the Anola Hoyt, and I'm carrying Hoyt genital warts as my payload. I like to think that <laughs> I need to drop this bitch on Woodstock, and no, everybody Woodstock getting Hoyt genital warts. North of Atlanta, you want to go west of Atlanta? But wouldn't it move to the west and then infect a good amount of no, Roswell, no. Alpharetta, coming? Gwinnett County? Yes, but the See? larger amount of people is in Atlanta. You, if you want to destroy that many lives, you go on the West Coast, Los, and then the winds will take it across the country. See, the and problem kill is all. you've told me for years that you want to drop Hoyt epidemic on College Park, and I don't think that's really cool. Like, them's people been through a lot already. Those are my people. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you you three car garage Hoyt. You, I, it's you and Bubba Sparks. Yes, you think we have a single listen in College Park? I can look it up. <laughs> There's no chance. <laughs> we have a regional breakdown on what we get for the podcast. Yeah, which we look like ra- the Braves. Rate us, we, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, rate us. Hey, we're back up to like all five stars now. I didn't think you could change it. Yeah, awesome. But other than Chad in Hawaii and some weirdo that's listening to. Us in Afghanistan, which well, shout out we, to you. We do have a couple of. Is it a military thing? Yes, we do have a couple uh, of Chinese listeners too because they're trying to get their latest Asian porn update and obviously the virus. I like to assume they're in Hong Kong, so they're not actually in China. I'm not getting into this regional discussion <laughs> with you anymore because I'm. It just confuses the audience and myself. But I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, College you, Park. Yeah. Our, our map basically looks like the Braves. Like, remember when they moved up here? Yeah, because they wanted to be closer to their their uh, all of their entire season ticket fan base. We have the Northern Arc. That's what we. I think have we do fine. In, I think we do fine in in Atlanta proper. I can look it up. No I can. Chance. I don't know if I can zero in on your neighborhood. It's no, like we I can, can. We can see exactly where you're listening. I see where you're living. I see you there, Cliff. I knew you lived there right off of Piedmont. On a side note, uh, kind of talking about that. We have gotten rid of Alexa in our house. Ooh, was it spying on you? Yeah, that's kind of what was happening. Have and you it, ever asked her if she's spying? Because she'll tell you she's not. Well, she's a lying bitch. So why did you do this? Uh, my son has been obsessed with zombies recently, and he keeps talking about zombies, zombies, zombies. And it all stemmed from him playing a zombie game on his iPad, which it's not even a zombie game. It's a game... You basically, you're in different gangs and you take over and it looks like you're eating other gangs because you have, you outnumber them. He was Hoyt's genital wart gang. Would you stop? That's my son. He's three years old. Sorry. I talk about your daughter with genital warts. How are you going to feel? Probably giggle a little bit. Proud. She finally, she finally <laughs> infected the world. She dropped it to the West. But he keeps talking about zombies around the house. We start looking on Lisa and I's phone and all the ads are for zombies. Zombie yeah. this, zombie that, zombie this. And I was like... You know, it really is listening in on every conversation. Even if you don't say, Alexa, that bitch is listening on every... And you invite her into your home. May I make a suggestion? Just an alternate idea of what might be going on. Yeah, we unplug everything. He's Stop. using... what? What's the device he's using to play? His iPad. His pad? 
which is probably in some way connected to y'all, whether it's through some sort of uh, nanny program or overview of what he's downloading or anything else like that. It's probably more likely how it's happening. She's not listening to you the way you think she is. That's what they tell you. That's what they want you to believe. That's what Alexa tells you. No, I ask her all the time. Alexa, are you spying on me? And she's no. Where do you have where do you have your Alexas? Because we have four different Alexas. We have one in our master bathroom. We have one in the kids' play area. Mm -hmm. We have one downstairs in the basement, which is basically a massive kids' play area. And then we have one in the kitchen. And honestly, the only thing I use it for, I tap the app, I listen to podcasts, I listen to music. That's all I use it for. That's the only, or I set a timer when I'm cooking. Have you done the intercom system with it? No. What is that? Okay. It's called drop in. Is that like on your lights? Uh, No. In fact, what you can do is let's say from your phone, Mm -hmm. uh, you have the Amazon, the Amazon Alexa app. Don't point that at me. I'm just showing you. Just that so thing you scares can, me. Yeah, I know. But what you can do is you can drop in on anywhere in your home and have a conversation. So, for instance, we have a video one in our kitchen. So when my kids get home, I'll drop in on the kitchen and they can see me and I can see them and they also see you. That's why they know you as Mr. Hoyt. And we just talk. Hey, how was your day? All right. I'll see you in a few hours. So we have one there. Master bedroom. Uh, basement. And also my daughter's rooms that those and they're all intercommed in. So you can you can be down in the basement, call up to her room and say, Hey, I need you to come down here. You're allowing this to be in your kid's room. Yeah. Lose. Yeah. I know. They're watching your daughter. Somebody's watching your daughter. Do- How did we turn into some conspiracy theory show? They're watching <laughs> your daughter. It's not my fault. Listen, I broke the virus along with you, and then now we've fast forwarded to thirteen weeks later and it's all what is it, uh coast to coast overnight. And the government's trying to shut the government's trying to shut you down. They're spying on you. By the way, we'll finish up this segment with this. Do you think people are going to be named Alexa? By the way, in the future, no, no, it'll it'll become the the name that you try and avoid. It'll be like Ruth. Like there are no more Ruths anymore. Yeah, that name has gone away. (laughs) No more Siri's. No more Alexas anymore. There's a handful of those names that were so old that everyone said, "Yeah, we're done with those." Like Rose. Like you get an occasional rose here and there, but that name is kind of faded out. Can you imagine if you named your daughter ahead of time Alexa? Like your daughter is a no eleven now nine nine. Yeah, I was close on the yeah. eight. But we, I would if have made it a point her, to be like, uh oh. If you would have named her Alexa though, and then this technology came out seven years later, you're like, damn it, no, I'm talking. You would have to name her Lexi, which is now a stripper name. See, this is where you are so ill-informed. You can take the app and change the name to whatever you want. No, you can't. Yes, you can. Not In fact, I, I'm gonna. I could set mine up to to be uh, Hoyt's genital warts, and it would respond back to me and ask me what I wanted. And I could refer to that as Hoyt's genital warts the entire time, and it would it would work just like me calling out Alexa. I need video proof. It's a little bit more complicated if I had to say that because I'd have to say it all the time, and then I'd have to get my kids to be very comfortable saying Hoyt's genital warts. It's a little bit different. You just farted. Uh, by the way, we have a trip next week. <laughs> if you're interested, uh, next Thursday, we are going to head over to the Golden Nugget and the Golden Nugget. <laughs> no, did, I just, did I just put that as a C-K-E-T? No, well, there go all our College Park <laughs> listeners. What did you just call it? I said it with a C-T-E-T. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was. Anyway, so next Thursday, we'll be at the Golden Nugget. Oh, that's funny. Go ahead. So we'll be there. We'll do the podcast on Friday. Are we doing a dual podcast? Are we doing one Thursday and Friday? I think we're just doing one Friday morning. Oh. So we'll get in. We'll get a chance to be at their sports book. They're going to host us. So if you're interested, 
Hit us up. Come along. I would like to do it while games are going on, by the way. That, just, just for the atmosphere for, around For what us. I've been told, we have to do it Friday before the game start. Now, we might be able to mm-hmm. change that up, but we'll see. That's that's what it is. So, so if, if, if the, you want to come join the podcast, that's what we're doing. Well, we allow them to be on the podcast. So if someone yeah, shows not? up, if someone rolls out to Biloxi at the Golden Nugget. Thank you. And they get out there. You show up. I more said it like knuckle et. Yeah, I'm not judging, dude. You do your own. I vocab. have audio proof. <laughs> you do your own vocab. They can jump on the podcast with us. That's what you're telling me. Yes. All right. Cool. That'll be fun. I think we're only going to have one microphone. Oh, dirty mic it'll, sharing. It'll be set. No, it'll be set up right in the middle. Right in the middle. Will we be like singers, where each one of us is on a half side of it? No, it actually picks up in a full circle. Oh. So we can have that kind of conversation and you can come and chill with us. So I like it better my way where we're kind of doing a duet. Like we're both on that. You're on one side, I'm on the other, and we're singing together, looking to each other. Oh, Corona. Want to give you all my Corona. If anyone has it here, it's me, by the way, as I said, because my wife travels internationally. So then that means you're going to have it too. And you're a bad person. Yes, that is right. All right. Coming up next, Hoyt's butt. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. Hearing this in context, I think it just makes it amazing where Chuck was getting ready to say something and he stopped, but some sort of noise escaped from his mouth. Here's it. Here's the Chuck Dolphin in context. Everybody has a defender. I think the defense of Mark Richt is limited strictly to what kind of man he is. What was that noise? What was that thing? Wait, can you find that thing for me? What was that thing you just did there? It was like a... <laughs> that's, that is Carlos's fault. Ultimately, that's Carlos's fault. <laughs> I just... <laughs> First of all... That's not exactly how it sounded on the air. Oh, no, it was. That's not the raw, unedited footage. <laughs> the Chuck Dolphin will forever live on the show. <laughs> and the Sandra Dolphin. Sandra I Dolphin. heard the Sandra Dolphin the Chuck Dolphin are dating. Did you edit out your N-bomb? An issue, an N-bomb. <laughs> what did it start with? What letter? N. Okay, there you go. And then it went U C K E T. Sure, it did. It did. That's fine. You can edit it out later. You're so full of shit. <laughs> Welcome back. It's the Audio Fun Bag Podcast. This is that segment that's kind of open. I didn't really have any plans for it, so we just get to kind of do our thing. We By the way, talk about the new hotel in Biloxi that you've created. Go ahead. By the way, thank you to Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics as well for sponsoring the podcast. Do us a favor, buy some of their stuff because yes, party with them. They like us. They're taking care of us. We take care of you. So take care of them, please. Please make that happen. Now that we were polite about, it, most people don't put please in an advertisement. I'm going to start doing that. Like we should start. To, we talk about Prize Picks. What about this? Please check out Prize Picks. Please, please. code is Lanta. Please check them out. You have to be polite when you do this. You're asking people to use their hard-earned money. I say we be polite and say please. Do you think they'll look at us funny when we start insisting <laughs> on advertisements? Like tomorrow, if I was to do the entire thing about prize picks and what they're going to have for the tournament, all the cool stuff that's going to be coming out, and I'm like, I'm like, go over to mypricepicks.com. Please. <laughs> <laughs> 
here's the other funny part about this. Just be polite. This is where we recognize that you have gained the system better than anybody else in this building. Yeah, I have. Because <laughs> first off, it's you and your high-end liquors. It's also the fact that you do have endorsements. And while a guy like Chuck Oliver has endorsements as well, he has to work so much harder for his. You actually have an endorsement where all you do is go, woo! And yet, you get a check every month. Look, dude, Southside says, yeah, come on. I know. I'm and just all saying of a sudden, it cashes. So when you hear Hoyt and price, he just goes, woo! Price per word, you are so much higher than other people. It's not even a word I'm getting paid for. No, it. and... and Guy like Chuck. Chuck's got to do a whole minute talking about some tree company. And then he's got to do four hours. <laughs> and you, you're just hanging back going, I'm going to do about eh, a little, couple things here and there, and I'll mess around. And so my price point per word is so much higher. Sometimes the person you think is the dumbest person actually turns out to be the smartest person in the room. That is Shakespeare. The person who speaks the most intellect and knowledge and truth is always the drunk, the jester, the, the person who's supposed to be viewed as a fool in every play. Are you mocking me, or is that really Shakespeare? That's actually Shakespeare. Oh, yeah. But you might be, which one would you want to be? The jester. The, you're the Wait, jester. what were the other ones? Like the drunk, the, no, the fool, the, no, whatever. Every single one. They, that person, because they're not supposed to be taken seriously. What books did you read in high school, speaking of Ooh, Shakespeare? Um, we did Tale of Two Cities. Nah. Um, all the, all of, the Greek grapes, grapes of Wrath. All the, the books of mythology. Like Odyssey, Odyssey and, the and the Iliad. Yeah. Um, trying the, to think of what else we might have had. The one that always stuck out to me. Old Man out, and the Sea. I never read that one. The one that always stuck out to me, and I think it touched every boy, because it's normally like seventh grade. Do you read it? Moby Dick. No. No, that was high school, by the way. What are you talking about Moby Dick? We read Moby Dick in high school. Yeah, everyone read it. It was a dumb book. About chasing your inner whale. Yeah, it was. Whatever. No. Lord of Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. I almost said Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Flies. That was the shit for a kid. Like you all you did was imagine you getting stuck on an island with like your baseball team or your soccer team. And who are you gonna eat first? Who's piggy? Who's got the conch? Who's got the who conch? In your, who in your group? That's all we would ever talk about in like seventh and eighth grade when we read it. But it is very difficult to then when the the teacher tries to give you the broader perspective of oh, see that. this is the breakdown of society and how quickly it happens and then you move on to like 1984. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's here. Try this. Uh, I don't know what if if there was. I'm kind of curious with my kids what it's going to be the modern version of books that they're reading or if they're still reading the same stuff we did. Is Potter still big with them? She likes the movie. She's done some of the books. Does the movie change everything about it? Like, do you still want to read the book after you've seen the movie? I've heard that the movies, and I've never seen one. What? Yeah, I've... I've. But you're the nerdy kind of, I'm into comic books and all that kind of guy. I'm not into... Harry Potter's different. What are you talking about? Is, is Harry Potter's not it's real? A young wizard. Neither is Captain America young or wizard. Iron Man. No, but these are adults. I'm not looking <laughs> to watch seven-year-old swing his his wand around and and show me his trials and tribulations of going to wizard school. I know because a 30-year-old swinging his hammer around is so different. It's totally different, completely <laughs> different. And everyone who's watched it knows I'm right. Sounds so much more logical and believable. He fell from the sky, damn it. Of course he did. He's got a hammer. There's. You've already been told. If you want to catch up, we'll help you catch up. I'm not. But you don't have to watch certain movies. You're like, oh, there's there's this many. You don't have to watch all of them. You want me to watch Avengers, correct? Is that, I is did. that the Rob Rob asked if you would do it. Is I, that the collection though? That's the overall arcing. All I want you to all do Avengers. is just to watch uh the first Iron Man movie. That's it. 
That's all you got to do. That's all I'm asking. Then what do I do, though? Then what are you expecting to come out of it? I think that if it doesn't interest you beyond then, well, then that's it. Because everything you've asked me to watch, I've watched. No, that's and, not true. And yet... You still haven't watched the Taylor Swift documentary, Miss Americana. And yet, you didn't actually ask me to watch the Taylor Swift documentary. You, you asked me to watch Game of Thrones and how I caught up. I caught up and I watched it, and I, I watched the finale at 3 o'clock in the morning so that I could come into work... I was so tired. So I could come into work and I would be caught up with everybody else. Well, that was just the fear of missing out. Yes, but I did it for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I caught up with Breaking Bad because you guys were, oh, you got it. So I did that. Then you started pushing, hey, Mindhunter. And I, I did that for you. And all I asked initially was, will you please watch The Sopranos? You have yet to watch an episode of The Sopranos. So <laughs> if, if I'm asking you for one, I even said, hey, Band of Brothers, episode one. You're like, how many years is it? I can't keep up. I was like, it's eight episodes. Oh, you haven't watched one of those. And one movie for a 90 minutes, and you're like, I don't know if I can do that. But you're asking me to watch things that came out like in the 90s. Came out like 20 years ago, basically. No, that is from... When was The Sopranos out? It came out that's in the 90s. In the 90s. That's, that's a 90s Brothers thing. came out in like early it, it, 2000s? Late, late 90s. So you're asking me to watch things that are 20 years old. Los, it ain't going anywhere, baby. Like no, Game of Thrones, no, I'm trying to catch you up on no, no, so you'll be with us on the finale. No, no, let me tell you. Breaking it Bad... It I wanted you there no, on the no, finale. No, no, no. It ain't going anywhere. You are. I'm just trying to make sure you see it before it happens. Are you prophesizing my death? This Corona thing? Are we back to Corona? Awesome. I'm just pointing it's it a big out. Big circle. We're right back to so Corona. So would you? People. Would you watch? If I was to tell yes, you, I plan on watching. If all I was of them. to tell you, there is a there is a raging alcoholic who is a who is a wild ass man who bangs chicks all the time, and oh by the way, he's now going to become this great hero. Doesn't that kind of scream Brian Hoyt? Yes, and I'm in on it, but there is no call for action. There's no reason for me to hurry up and do this because there is no finale I need to catch up to. That That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Look, I will eventually watch your Avengers, but first I've got to watch Iron Man and Wolverine and Cyclops and all the other ones to catch up to it. This is where you get it entirely wrong, but that's fine. That's fine. You'll get caught up eventually. All right, coming up next. Wait. What? Are we not doing chandelier talk? No. God. Save it for later. We've pushed my topic off for like four weeks. This is like the USC topic I wanted to do with you and home team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We never got to that for an entire fall. In fact, we would joke around. weeks. Did y'all really joke around about that? We'd be like, he it wants was, to still do the Southern Cal talk. such a good topic. We'd be like, hey, let's tell him that we're going to do it in five minutes, God. but then we just run out of time. I feel This is what Chuck feels like when y'all screw with him in the mysterious six o'clock hour. Yeah, we're going to get... It was a good topic. And then we'd get a copy and paste of like the exact same topic yes, the next week. Because it was good. And we'd have it near the end of the show, but we would just seemingly run out of time. It's like, oh, no, no. Hey, we'll get to it next week. It's evergreen. It's a good topic, though. It's a good topic. It's kind of like that. This is what it feels like to be Chuck. Coming up next, we're in that part of the Audio Fun Bag archives where we've now reached the, do you know the story of Otis Mounds? And so we are going to play that version of Buck and Chuck. I wanted to cut it up and play it. It's like this or that. It's, It's better to hear all four submissions together. They all rolled together that way. That's what we'll do next right here on the Audio Fun Bag podcast. And Chandelier Talk. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. The listening audience has never heard this one. <laughs> because when it happened <laughs> last week, Steak requested that we dump it. So the guys behind the glass did dump it. But that doesn't always 
Well, let's just say that doesn't always deter Brian Hoyt. He oh. went over to the mini disc and took it oh. off of that. So kind of, you know, covertly went and got it. So this is the first time you're going to hear it. Start of a, a particular segment. This is what management was saying. And here is the oh. new sound we've added. 950 Sports Radio 680, the fan. David Pollock coming up in 15 <laughs> minutes. Excuse me. Wow. Damn. How is your Dump that. Dump it. Dump that. Wow. Sorry. That's not pleasant. Green peppers. Just yep. had some coffee and whatnot. <laughs> hey, um. Can I say for the record, I don't support the idea of playing something that one of the hosts... Was it dumped live on the air? It was dumped live on the air. So then, okay, that we should have left alone. In 15 (laughs) minutes, excuse me. Wow. How was your Dump that. Dump it. Do do they keep the paddles in the studio like the the defibrillator? Claire, let me, let me say again for the record that was not an idea that I endorsed. I would not. We don't, and we don't need to hear it again. <laughs> Audio fun bag, chapter thirteen. Thank you. Hard ice vodka freezies and Norman's Electronics are sponsoring us. Who do you want to have tweet? I want to read Steve West's tweet about the audio, or about the audio fun bag. About the coronavirus. Steve is our man of the world. <laughs> Boy, is he. And Westy, there's no party he can't find his way into. There's nowhere that he can't walk into any bar and have like everyone be his best friend within about an hour. He is that guy. And so to get his opinion on things would be kind of interesting. Like People ask the question, if you could have dinner with four people, who would it be? I'd be like, Westy and two more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's... I don't think I've ever had a beer with Westy. Like, I don't think I've ever been able to sit down. It's always been on the job. And you know Westy. He's got to go out and do his thing. Yeah, he pays attention to to the work. But, man, if I could just pick that guy's brain over, like, a five-hour drinking fest. You know those ones where you go through a pack of cigarettes and you don't even, like, this is supposed to last me two weeks. And you realize, I just went through a pack of cigarettes in an hour. What am I doing? I want one of those nights with Westy. Do you remember after we went and played golf with Paul Bynum, friend of ours over from Artisan Beverage? Never heard of him. And we just went, yeah, hey, let's uh, let's let's grab some dinner and we'll just have a couple beers. And then like four hours later, we'd solved all the world's problems. And we were like, man, what happened to this? That That's the kind of thing I'd want with Westy. I had to explain to Lisa that night how a <laughs> round of golf lasts 10 hours. I was like, a lot of balls, a lot of balls. We were done like in four hours and then it turned into let's go to the bar for four or five hours. Really tough course, Lisa. That yeah. Really oh, tough. I, I lost all my clubs. I could. I, you lost your clubs. I don't know what not happened. Your balls. You lost your clubs. <laughs> had to go look for them. All right. Here's the, uh, the audio fun bag where this is the time. This goes back now five years ago. We are in the heart of Buck and Chuck right now. It had just gotten cranked up the very first season of Buck and Chuck. And this is the one that's going to feature when Chuck attempted to tell Buck the story of Otis Mounds and Buck wanted nothing to do with it. The Buck and Chuck experience. I love it. Four submissions from this past week's show. Looks like the sun's coming up, Chuck. (laughs) And And they all run the gamut of just strange sort of things. I think we're at a point now... Where Chuck just feels really uncomfortable responding to random left turns from Buck. Here's a piece of audio. We'll start it from here. By the way, game day in Philadelphia today. I know Kincaid's all hyped up about it. We're actually, as we look across the national landscape in college football today, we'll discuss that Notre Dame-Temple game coming up later today. But uh, game day there in Philadelphia. No comment. 
Oh, no, I'm saving it for my bringing the heat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come why on, Chuck. You, why do you hang? You hang about to try a lot. Honestly, that that was a Buck had a great thing. He's doing the voice with the Philadelphia thing. He He's setting up the game day. Hey, a he uh-huh. didn't ask me a question. No comments. And and two, it seemed like a pretty clear finish to that part of the conversation. I thought that he was going to go on to the next point. Do you know what would have been awesome right there? What if you could have done the Otis Mounds thing right there? That would have been a good transition. There was enough time for me to tell that whole story. <laughs> so okay, you're gonna have to catch me up during the break. <laughs> so Chuck, Chuck is now kind of kind of seems like you know this this like you know, he's like a he's like a dog that's been kicked a lot. No comment. <laughs> so he in this particular piece of audio you're going to hear for some reason he decided to ask Buck about the Halloween candy that was going out, which was already a weird conversation, and you can hear Buck's voice turn from "I'll take part in this" to. I am done with this conversation, and this is the point where Chuck just turtles. And I believe we have some candy at our home. Hopefully, Kelly took out? care of that. Uh, you know, it's the typical stuff: uh, sweet tarts, uh, no, little fuck. candy bars. Nobody wants sweet tarts. What are the uh, little rolled-up candies that are always so popular with the kids? The uh... Hershey's Kisses. <laughs> no, no, no. The little uh, mini sweet tarts. Oh. No, don't. Yeah, the just, Smarties. Yeah, those are always big with the kids. Why don't you just hand out, like, the peppermint? Chuck, I'm not handing anything out. I don't buy the candy. I don't hand it out. I have no idea what we're handing out. Okay. All right. Smooth as silk, that show. <laughs> always. like It's like it fits in a glove. Chuck with his little thing, Buck with his thing, and then two guys who are just like... I've never seen two guys who fit well. Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, I have no you're... idea what we're handing out. <laughs> like, a, like a hand in a glove. I mean, you like, two just fit. I'm... Like pages in a letter. Chuck, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little worried about my job security because you and Buck just have this something that you just can't put into to words. No apparently. comment? No, none. So Buck decided to tell <laughs> Chuck another story, and here's another example of, of Chuck just basically just doesn't know what to do. Swung through Valdosta on the way back home last night, and got there, and Mom was waiting on me, and she, we went on 30 minutes about Fatone Bauda. Will Bauda get the start? People are shocked with this, Chuck. Um, yeah, is Mom, Mom a big gambler or something? No, she's just Look curious. She wants to know who she's cheering for. Oh, well, she's cheering for the dogs. You know that. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't know anything about the tone battle. Well, did you tell her? <laughs> what? What? Did you tell I, her? The, the pauses, the <laughs> uncomfortable stuff. Like, do you two? I don't know what to do. I've recommended many weeks on this show that you have a bell or a buzzer. I'm done talking. You go. I don't know what other plan B is. I've never heard more uncomfortable silences. <laughs> this is like a first date when the other one doesn't know what to say. No comment. None. I, I'm stunned. I, I met Buck on Match.com. <laughs> I've never seen more uncomfortable. I like a good comfortable silence. I don't like I'm waiting for somebody to to say something and you just nothing. Uh, I like good movies. Me too. (laughs) I I hate bad movies. Uh, So your final piece of audio is going to be one of those incredibly uncomfortable silences to the point where myself, Jay Chad, other people who have heard it have all said that has to be edited. No, Hoyt showed me the original. This is an original clip. He hasn't messed with anything Check it out. He's he's now preparing for the NFL draft. Uh, he's talented. He can play in the NFL. He's but... going to tell those personnel guys. They're going to say, "Look, what really happened, Duke? Why why did Coach Malzahn have to uh, kick you off the team? He's Why'd you say, punch four people? Well, well, dude, have you ever heard about the rule with uh, shades on in the club? 
big picture for Auburn, though. You got everybody else on that team saying, man, if they're going to win. Did you leave? No. <laughs> did you leave? Shades this is not on Buck. <laughs> he did the club thing, and then you just you just, you just laid out. Buck doesn't need to do black eye voice. And Shades that's what he was trying to do. the club. <laughs> he doesn't need to do black eye voice. So why not mention that right there? Hey, Buck, don't do your urban voice. Let's Shades talk about black on eye. in the club. <laughs> Do you know the story of <laughs> What happens on that show? I just, I'm so fascinated. Let me ask you a question. I'm fascinated Hang with it. Like, it's a one-person show that two guys are doing. What you, I mean, I'm blown away. What do you want me to do when I ask right. him, for instance, hey, Buck, more than 300 fans or fewer than 300 fans? Looks like what do you want me to coming do? up, Chuck. Or respond to that. Shades on say? in the club. <laughs> All right, wait a minute, wait a minute. The, the 300 fans thing wasn't on you. Play the club thing. Give me the, give me the, we're going to role play. All right, Chuck, you know it's coming now. Buck, here's Buck. Be ready to respond after Buck in the club. Here we go. Four people. Well, well dude, have you ever heard about the rule with uh, shades on in the club? I, I don't have anything. To say. No, no, Buck, what's the deal with the shades on in the club? And have to say it like that, in the club. What, what, don't you want to find out what this rule is? I know what the rule was. Well, then what? <laughs> you could wear your uh, sunglasses in the restaurant at Shades night. on in the club? <laughs> it wasn't a club, it was a restaurant. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> Big picture for all <laughs> This is what you're obscuring. This is what you and Carlos and Hoyt are obscuring. It's my favorite show. Is that there's a lot of really good information that comes out of this show. It's my favorite show. Do you know the story of Otis Mounds? That was the very first time. It's the best show on the station. That was the very first show ever. It's the best show by far. There's not another show on the station. That show should be on every day. (laughs) Chuck's got a college football today coming up next. (laughs) To tease me. What we're looking for in Clemson. No comment. (laughs) What we're looking for in Clemson is as likely what we get. Whatever. That's next with Chuck and Chernoff on 680 The Fan. All right. That's going to do it for us for this evening. So You're rapping already? It's time to go, man. Shouldn't we talk about what we just heard and how good it was? It was good. But now I have to figure out dinner because oh. I'm having to pick up tonight. It's a volleyball night, so I have to find some plant-based stuff. You and your volleyball. I know. If you find out that the way to defeat any virus is through plant-based eating – I'm just going to bring you some stuff. I was reading something that apparently the fat, the animal fat or the fat-based animal or something, it actually helps with your immune system because you're taking in animals that have also fought against viruses. So you're taking on their superpowers as well. Like in a holy war, like you're absorbing their powers. That's, you know what? That's, that's kind of smart of you. That, that's actually very X-Men of you. It's, it's, it's like the Native Americans. You're coming around. They believe that you became what you hunted and what you ate. You're kind of taking on the soul of the cow that has fought off this disease. I actually have heard something different that for every person that I kill and eat their heart, they become my slave in the afterlife. You ever kill an animal? 
Yeah. You ever hunt? Uh, deer, rabbit, dove. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything what's the else. Largest, fish. What's the largest living thing you've ever killed? Deer. Deer? Yeah. I, I My first deer that, that I, I was able to harvest was when I was seven years old. Harvest? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, I mean, I've hunted. I've hunted since I was a kid. What'd you do with it? Like, what'd you do with the deer? Was it a doe or a buck? Uh, it was a doe. Okay. It was a big doe. Okay. Uh, we processed it, and yep. we had a lot of a lot of my dad's family who lives south of San Antonio. They're like dirt poor, so we would get the deer processed, and we'd go drop it off at their house so they'd have meat. And so I all I have is a picture of me and the doe. Did you do anything though to to make that? No, we because you. That no. is how you end up getting weird shit. Like, yeah, I, like I, I oh, t- I, I drank the blood I of the dough. I because I went to drink the blood. My stepdad's like, what are you, an idiot? You want Lyme disease? And I was like, no. Like, exactly. You guys all talked about it. So I had a little bit, but I also just rubbed his blood all over my face. And then I cried too. I remember I shot my first deer and then I just bawled in the tree stand for about 30 minutes till my stepdad came. It's like. I was just going, I'm sorry. It's like. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. It's like you with sex. Same kind of thing. Same kind of thing. I'm apologizing and I'm crying. And you're crying a lot. And there's a lot of blood. We'll talk to you next week. I didn't mean the blood thing. That was a weird dismount. I gotta be honest with you. That was a weird dismount on the ending. (laughs) 